is never late, Paul J. Powers. Nor is he early. He records precisely when he means to. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 105, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. There's also a Patreon link if you'd like to be one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, Diego Avila, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And also want to say thank you to Katek Ruiz, who once again sponsored this episode keeping us uh, just swimming in swords and chain mail and stuff. So thank you, Katek. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that felt all des- painful. <laughs> no, it's all designed by the elves, so it's all cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and dwarf. And I predicted mm-hmm. that the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, from here on, I'm just going to say the Fellowship of the Ring, uh, would be a classic movie. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hi, Paul. Hey, Francisco. What's up? What's up with you, Paul? I'm excited to talk about Lord of the Rings with you. All right. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. You said that from here on out, you would be I know. The <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> what? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. As opposed to saying the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Right. If I was referring, I, was, I meant like talking Lord of the Rings generally with Paul and you, Christy. Who I have not introduced yet. I'm my pretty sure wife. everyone knows my voice by now. Uh, if you don't, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Glad you're here. But Paul, I have a trivial question for you before we get to Christy. Yes. The orc blacksmiths shown beneath Isengard are actually the Weta workshop staff who made the weapons used in the film. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Paul- They're ugly. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sure Sorry. In costume, Paul. Oh, okay. Uh, Paul, if you were going to be a blacksmith, what item would be your specialty to make? Oh, swords are cool. Swords are. I cool. would have to, to stick with that. Oh, there's yeah. actually I w- I've been not horseshoes. No, there's and I wish I could remember the artist, but there's some artists like on Deviant Art, and all they do is specialize in uh, different types of swords, like drawing and oh, designing. Cool. And some are really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A sword. Nice. Classic. Uh, and what was your prediction for the Fellowship of the Ring? 
The classic as always. Classic as always. As always. Yeah. Mm. You, yes, everyone always <laughs> predicts or says oh, this movie is a classic. I was going to say, you you don't always predict the movies are going to be classic. <laughs> this one I always do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before I watch it, I'm like, I predict this is going to be a classic again. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and we are joined once again by my lovely wife, Christy Ruiz. Hi, Christy. Hello. Got the OG crew here. Um, Christy, here's my trivial question for you. Uh, Christopher Lee read, who played Saruman in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, read The Lord of the Rings once a year until his death in 2015. Yes. Why'd he stop? Sorry, go ahead. died, Paul. And had done so since the year it was published. And is the only member of the cast and crew ever to have met J.R.R. Tolkien. Christy, have you ever met anyone famous? You should probably find me a new question because it's the world's most boring question. No. Oh. Oh, I thought you met Ernie. No? no I never that met was him. Me. Oh, I And if you I were did there. meet someone famous, it was you... so not memorable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who is someone famous who you would like to meet that could well, meet, like they're alive and could potentially meet them? Um, oh. I'll narrow it down from Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh, that's cool. The the stunt double who rode um, as Athalas, the horse, the white uh, Arwen's 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 sorry, so many characters. Uh, Arwen's horse. Okay, very nice. I can't remember if I'm saying that horse's name right now. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, you do that. Um, and but while you're doing that, what was your prediction for classic. fellowship of the ring? All right, great. So all around classic <coughs> predictions. We'll see if this. Wait. Pa- oh yes, Paul. It was, it isn't wasn't someone else supposed to join us? Don't you have someone else there? No. I know. No. No. Oh come on, Francisco. Tell me where is Gandalf? For I much desire to speak with him. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I'm not thinking of what the next line is. Doesn't matter. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Oh, he says he fell. That's right. <laughs> that's that's what it is. He fell. Um, what did you say? <laughs> oh no, I want to watch that. <laughs> we don't have time, guys. Come on, we should do that for the after. Can uh, we do that Alice, for the after? Please. We'll see. We'll please, see. Please. Okay, Alice, before we get into complete bedlam here. Um, when you find the extended edition of the Fellowship of the Ring in the movie Space-Time Continuum, let us know. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. It has been named the greatest and most popular book of the 20th century. The responsibility of of bringing this world to the screen visually is obviously enormous. It introduced us to the world of fantasy. The thing about these books and what we're doing with the movie is that they're so real, you believe it really existed. But it wasn't until now that the legend could finally come to life. The technology has caught up with the incredible imagination that Tolkien injected into the story of his. And so, this is the time. (laughs) 
one ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all. And in the darkness, find them. J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. Before we get to the memory mind melt synopsis, I'm going to share an actual memory and just say that that's the very first trailer that I ever saw of For the Fellowship or The Lord of the Rings as a whole. And totally, I saw that. I'm like, I have to read these books and I have to see these movies because this looks so amazing. <laughs> and I, Paul, you may, I don't know if you remember it. I, we were watching this, I was watching this in college, that trailer over and over and over again on yeah. my laptop. I, it's familiar. Yeah. yeah. So, I found the name of the horse. Oh, what is the name of the horse, Christy? Asphaloth. Asphaloth. Very nice. Osphaloth? I thought it was silver. Asphaloth. Os- it might be Asphaloth. Okay. It's Sindarin. It's Sindarin for run faster. Oh, nice. Very cool. Norlim, Norlim Osphaloth. You turned that trivial question into a bit of trivia. Well done. Um, all right. Now to the memory mind melt synopsis, what we remembered about the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, and here's what we got. Isildur gets fooled into not destroying the ring after defeating Sauron. Evil forces seek the One Ring to rule them all. An unassuming, hob- an unassuming hobbit receives a gift he's not expecting. He is invited on an adventure that he thinks will be quick and easy, but turns into the journey of a lifetime. Elijah Wood has to use his hands, just like a baby's toy. <laughs> to carry the ring <laughs> the hobbit needs help so forces join in quests to fix the mass the mess Sealdor caused by hiking the ring bilbo initially found uh to mordor to destroy the ring the fellowship is fractured when gandalf falls and is broken when frodo and sam split from the rest and the hobbits are taken to isengard <laughs> but somehow they are still a fellowship and seek to destroy the ring um I think that's all actually pretty accurate. I just spoke it very poorly. So I guess no Inception sound unless you guys saw some or heard something that called out to you. Well, well, Elijah Wood does have to use his hands like a baby's toy, I suppose. That's not what? completely what does that inaccurate. Mean? That's from Back to the Future 2. His first role. His first role, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. What does he do in that movie? He's one of the kids at the arcade machine. Um, yeah. Oh, that tells Marty, you have to use your hands? It's like That's a baby. Like a baby's exactly, oh. yeah. <clears throat> it's a very, very detail-oriented piece of trivia there. Um, Paul, why don't you hiss with some more details of the technical aspects? All right, the Lord of the Rings, uh, was the Fellowship of the Rings, is rated PG-13, runs in uh, two hours, 58 minutes, and was released in theaters on December 19th in the year 2001. The director is Peter Jackson, and the writer is uh, actually J.R. Tolkien is credited for the, at least writing the novel. Which I would hope so. Uh, this movie stars uh, Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, Orlando Bloom. Do I really have to go through all the people that are in this movie? Uh, well, hit on Ian Holm, Sean Astin, Elijah Wood, and Sean Bean. How about that? 
All right, sounds good. Just what Francisco said. Yeah, because I, I mentioned them specifically because Ian Holm, who played uh, Bilbo Baggins in this movie, was also in The Fifth Element, which we covered in RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 16. And we, it was actually just me and Christy because it's our, our actual Yay. episode zero, so to speak, is our test episode. Uh, so we talked back way back when we were... Rain movie, not really rating movies. I don't think. Maybe, I think we said whether we liked it or not. Um, but anyway, Ian Holm was the priest in that, I believe. Uh, Sean Astin was also in Encino Man, which right. was slash sixty seven. Elijah Wood, which we sort of went off there on a tangent, was in Back to the Future Two, which was slash seventy four. And Sean Bean was in Golden Eye. Uh, as 006, and that was Slash 100, our grand, fin- not finale, but our grand 100 episode, where we covered Goldeneye. And it was three hours long. <laughs> it was <laughs> quite long, but it was fun. Like this movie, maybe. <laughs> not as long as this movie, in fact. Um, how did this movie do at the box office, though, Paul? Uh, the budget for this film was over $90 million, and in the box office, it made almost $900 million. Oh, my. $900 million. Dollars. Oh, my goodness. That is insane. Yeah. Very That's cool. So insane. <laughs> so insane. It's it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was about to no. I was about to say it made five hundred million dollars in rentals alone. Oh my! So gosh. well over a billion dollars. Jeez! Wow. Well, there's got to be a reason for that. I mean, I, I would assume uh, us predicting a classic, making so much money. There's at least something we like about this movie. So let's eh. talk about the things. It doesn't hold up. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> okay, let's go to the hate section then. I guess. No. Don't uh, trash me. What are the things we? Well, let's talk about the things we loved about Fellowship of the Ring. And I'd like us to start with our favorite character from the movie. Um, Christy, why don't you start us off? Who is your favorite character? From, from the Fellowship. From the Fellowship, yeah. It's uh, so hard to pick one. I I don't want to be the one that says Frodo, but I really... No, that's a good choice. Yeah. I really, really like him because when you meet him, he's just like this easygoing hobbit like how mm-hmm. they describe the hobbits yeah, you know totally. they're they're not into anything he doesn't seem overly adventurous he seems loving and caring and like a decent fellow um and then then he gets the ring and he's like okay i'll do whatever needs to be done and then when they're in that meeting and he knows what the next step that has to be taken he's like i'm ready to go home but then that meeting happens and and then he makes a choice to keep going, and mm. and just the uh, is is it is it right to describe him stalwart? Just the the determination and yeah. the kindness and the um and the love that he has for for the for others because taking mm. the ring will take care of the the other people around him as well. Yeah, that's really well put. And, and his choice to be by himself, and then. Then of course Sam comes to find him, but sure. I mean, just all these selfless things that he's doing, mm-hmm. and that only complains a couple of times. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like um, I, I don't know. I, I could only hope to be that kind of a person if, mm-hmm. if ever put in that situation. And I also like the, like I also like the counterpoint that 
he 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 does come to moments where he wants to give up the ring. I mean, at the toward the end of this film, he he wants to just Galadriel to take it because he really doesn't want to to take it on anymore. And at Rivendell, he's like, "I'm done with this. We can move on." Um, though you, I, I love how Elijah Wood plays. There is this hesitation in giving it up because it does it is starting to have this hold over him, which I think is is he captured Elijah Wood captures very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but cool, uh, Christy. Uh, Paul, who's your favorite character in this movie? I'm going to have to go with the popular answer and say that I don't have one. It's too hard <laughs> to choose. No, I, seriously, because there's the wisdom of Gandalf in there that's that's appealing. There's uh, the loyalty of Sam. Yeah. There's, the, there's the misadventures of Pip and Mary. Then there's uh, the fun, skilled skilled uh what do you call it archery of i want to say orlando bloom what's his legolas. name legolas, legolas. what's his name <laughs> i had I dozens remember, that's, of posters of him on my wall yeah and it's all bloom. orlando bloom <laughs> <laughs> legolas and uh you know there's the brassness of gimli that's kind of fun and and i thought uh boromir does a great job that sean yeah. Dean does a great job of of portraying his his need for wanting to protect his his country, uh, family well, city and country. And, yeah. yeah yeah and also wanting to you know take the ring and use it for good but also wanting to be there for the fellowship you know mm-hmm. the, the constant battles that he has yeah and so i i they're <clears throat> all just so good in their own way it's hard to pick just one for me for me it's it's pretty much going off of what you said paul about boromir that's that's my favorite character i feel like he's a very tragic hero that he does he he has all these honorable motivations and he is a man of honor and but the pull of the ring is too much for him uh and i mean i I really love how that offsets how aragorn is able to let go of it and not take it for himself but but unfortunately boromir has to be a foil in that way but i love that he still redeems himself and preserves his his honor Right. And takes care of uh, Pippin and and uh, Mary. It takes how many arrows to take him down? A three. <laughs> I believe in the in the book, it's it, you get the sense that it's even more than that. But you yeah. see three. But um, they were bigger in the movie. <laughs> they were. Everything's huge. bigger in the movies. IMAX size arrows. <laughs> I, if I could cop, if I could cosplay anyone, I would be Gladriel. Oh, nice! Very cool. Of course, I would have to be about three inches taller and. 50 pounds lighter, but I would totally do Well, it. I would be Gimli, and I'd have to be three inches shorter and 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> that would be a sight to see. <laughs> it's kind of cute, though, because he has a crush on her in the movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yes. Um, now let's get more into the core of the film, the things we liked. Uh, let's go back to you, Christy. What's one thing you liked? Oh, it's so hard to pick one thing. Well, no, I mean you have a few things. Um, so I, love, I love, I <laughs> love Hobbiton. Oh yeah, oh, the yeah. Shire. I, yes. The Shire. I love um, how the set was done. I love how they left it for a while to grow, so it mm-hmm. looked old. I love um, how everything was set up and the people that they used, mm-hmm. and the way that they introduced this movie was just spellbinding to me and it is every time like not i'm 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 talking about like the i'm not talking about the the you're not talking about the prologue you're talking about the, yeah not the, the prologue the shire, uh, yeah right? yes the yeah. the introduction in the shire part of it i mm-hmm. think the 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 prologue has some good parts in it too mm-hmm. but i just 
I I grin every time I get to, we start there. It makes me feel like all relaxed <laughs> and like oh I want to go and it's warm and wonderful and it's yeah. just this beautiful invitation to this journey that you're going to be making and mm-hmm. yeah I really cool. I thought it was I thought it was beautiful yeah did did you feel the same way Paul oh absolutely yeah I did as well and in fact. One of the things I I really liked about this movie was just over, not only the shower, but just overall the what I'm going to call the visual world building. Just how the cinematography in this is just so magnificent. I I want to say uh, I think Andrew Lindsay is the cinematographer or DP of of these films, and from yeah from the settings like the the big wide shots of New Zealand uh, to the forced perspective, which I I felt like worked really well i don't think i've ever seen forced perspective work so well in a movie uh, yeah except there were a few <laughs> scenes watching it this time that i noticed uh that it was a little off and i was like oh mm-hmm. they could have redone that well i mean i would say it's the same it's similar to who framed roger rabbit when you're looking for things to to pick apart you see yeah. you can notice things like that where it's like oh that's not quite right well some of the stuff <coughs> that they did was was pretty groundbreaking when they did it. Oh yeah, totally. And and I think it holds up if if especially if you don't watch obsessively watch the behind the scenes. <laughs> you don't yes. I think that it holds up relatively well. Mm-hmm. Unless you're nitpicking. But I think I mean I know how they did the carriage ride with like mm-hmm. or or when they replaced some of the the peop with the little people versus the yeah. um the average I don't know how to say it politically, the average size adults. Um Adults, whatever people, <laughs> they're not children. Um, I, I don't. I guess I mean, it'd be I, big people. Yeah, big, people, people, big people. Yeah, I know. I know when they did that only because of, we obsessively watched the behind yeah. the scenes things. But, but I still think that they did. Even may I say, the barrel ride that that Arwen that that Liv Tyler. Oh, does. I was gonna say uh, Desolation of Smog. No, 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 okay. no, no. So there's <clears throat> there's Liv Tyler, and then there's the gal that rides. Like Asphaloth? from the wide, Asphaloth? O- Os- Osphaloth. Osphaloth. The, from the wide shots, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, it's 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 done. It's done better than some better than some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, you got a sea biscuit caught in your throat there. Yep, I do. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, I went off on that. That's fine. Uh, let's, Paul. What's something you liked? I like the first like three minutes as they're explaining like the first battle yes me and, too but what i really liked is in there like near the beginning you can hear the wilhelm yell yes <laughs> oh yeah i noticed that too Very, I actually so i thought, I thought we that's a great a different way to start part, a movie well, yeah. i think it was probably more in, in it more than once i oh, loved yeah. love that when um i just forgot his name Elrond? Thank you. When Elrond is standing with the army mm-hmm. and and he yells to let loose the arrows in Sindarin, is that how you say that? Um, and and the arrows go by his head so much so that he winces and the wind like makes his hair move. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know how they did that, if they did that with an arrow or if they did that with a puff of air. Whatever it is, it was really well done. Yeah. And I yeah. get like really like into it whenever... Whenever I see, and then when the orcs come in, and they're and they're uh, and all the whole line of the elf army. Oh like, yeah, just yeah, with their yeah. swords. I'm like, oh my god, so cool. Every time. Um, 
Yeah, I know. When when Sauron implodes and you get that that wave like pushing everyone down, I love. I still remember in the theater just hearing the subwoofers just go into overdrive with that. I loved it. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that too. Um, yeah, but watch it in the theater again. That'd be amazing. <sighs> um, Do we know anybody that owns the theater? <laughs> <laughs> All call to the podcast people. We will be at your house if you. No, I'm just kidding. If you, if your house is a theater, if you have a, a um, system that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, got that's a little fine. Excited there. Uh, um, the the prologue was another thing that really engaged me too, Paul. Even seeing it yeah. this this far away from 2001, I was mm-hmm. still. Engaged yeah, by it. Un- unlike many prologues in theaters uh, or in movies, it seem most of them seem disjointed from the rest of the movie, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, this is something I have to sit through. Yeah, this didn't feel that way. It felt very engaging from the beginning. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Chrissy, what's something else you liked? Oh golly, um, everything. I knew you were gonna say everything. <laughs> Um, I really like. Uh, well, let me ask I you. I love this. Rivendell. Can, I love La Florian. I, I love all the elves. So I love, you love all the, the elves. Okay. I love. I love um, the the way it looks. I love that Peter Jackson made the choice to make the journey always go from left to right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that that adds something to it. I mean, I I didn't notice it until some until it got pointed out to me, but. Mm-hmm. But it, now that I do notice that, I think that that's, I, I think that's such a touching, a, a great little feature. I think that there's a bunch of those little things throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My, maybe all movie people would say, "Well, I have lots of little things in my movie too." I don't know. <laughs> well, I I actually have a, a question, and maybe this, if this feeds more into your dislikes of the movie, we can save it. Mm. But how do you feel about their pretty, pretty much being only? two main female leads and they're not in the movie all that much um do you feel like slighted at all as a woman even though i mean that was even less so in the original books but since this is a movie would you have wanted more I'm not that of a kind female of a female presence I, um sure, if I'm the only asking. female leads were hookers i would have a problem <laughs> with it if they were like prostitutes or if they were barmaids that were trying to get them to spend more money or whatever, if their if their mm-hmm. only role was some sexual role, mm-hmm. then I would have a massive problem with it. Oh, okay. But I I don't I don't have a problem. I mean, Arwen is a powerful elf in her own right. I mean, mm-hmm. she doesn't get a lot of she's more of a love interest in this in in half the movie. The mm-hmm. other half she's, you know, saving Frodo, although yeah. she's originally not the one that was exactly. To Frodo, yeah. But I mean, I, I think that's fine. It's a good way to introduce her mm-hmm. as somebody totally. powerful. Um, and then who was the Rosie? Was the other one? Oh well, I said Galadriel, but yeah, Rosie. Oh, Galadriel is an incredibly powerful, um, a sorceress, I guess. And treacherous and terrible as the sea, all will Dawn. love me and despair. Dawn. I'm pretty sure it's Dawn. Okay, don't, don't. Pass the test. I will diminish. Stop it. Sorry. Why are you? I like quoting the movie. Leave me alone. But you quoted it wrong. (laughs) Okay. Everyone's a critic. I'm just. I don't. You just asked me a question, so I'm answering you. And yeah, awesome. Thank you for. Offended because the two women that are are a elves, yay, (laughs) and b 
powerful. But how much better would it be if they were dwarves? Terrible. Paul, Terrible because they would have beards. What's something else you like? Terrible. <laughs> um, I like what what this movie and the trilogy got right was it combined practical effects with computer assisted uh, graphics. Uh-huh. Which is I think we should all be doing not just one or the other, mm-hmm. but so take a lesson, people who are making movies and the special effects. Start with try to make it as practical as you can, mm-hmm. and then enhance it. With CSI the, style, enhance. Yeah, yeah. The, it's just done so well in this trilogy. Yeah. It still, it still bypasses movies coming out today in some ways. Yeah, I, I have a couple nitpicks that sort of go against the grain of that, but on the yeah. whole, I completely in agree. In general, with you. the theory yeah. of that, yes. yeah. Um, something else uh, that I I really liked, and not having to do with the effects, was just this ensemble of characters is so fantastic. I mean, I feel like oh, yeah. all the characters play well against each other. Everyone has a, a hero moment, I feel. Everyone has um, sort of a co- comedic moment. You all there's always there's a moment for everyone where you can you can like them and buy into wanting them to do well. Some of them have uh, fallen moments, uh, you know, Gandalf literally and Boromir metaphorically. See what I did there cuz he mm-hmm. <laughs> No laughter, guys. Come on. <laughs> Listen on. <laughs> anyway, so I I, and I love their interplay. <laughs> and I'm still sad. It's still almost is heartbreak, heartbreaking that the fellowship breaks at the end. I, I, I wanted them Spoiler. to continue on into the next movie altogether. <clears throat> I love their team dynamic. Anyway, um, was that something that was enriching for either of you? Enriching? What? <laughs> what? 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 What aspect that they break at the end? What? No, I'm just that you have all these the characters cast? that yeah, are yeah. that work well together. I I agree. Yeah, for such a large cast, and even more people, because you still have Frodo, and then you still have uh, Mr. Uh, Anderson. Not Mr. Anderson. What's his name? Hugo <laughs> Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Agent Elrond. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> what I was trying to think of. <laughs> Agent Elrond there. But, I mean, even... you have, And granted, you have enough time, too. But yes, you, with yeah. Galadriel, even... It's amazing how many people have great moments, and, it's, and it all flows together. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, Chrissy, is there any other singular things that you liked? Um, I like the actors that they picked for mm-hmm. the movie. None of them stuck out as Meh. like why are you why are you in this movie? You're not doing a very good job with your character. I, I, actually, well, I there have, might be one that I have I, a nitpick I, about. But. And I have an unpopular one. Every the one character, uh, one actor that I think should have been replaced, uh-huh. everyone loves. So I don't know if I want to out myself, but well, you can. Uh, how about you out yourself in the dislike section? Um, okay. Okay. So save well, it for a little bit. Oh, well, ahead. I mean, I don't, I mean, there is a couple moments with Arwen's character, but I mean, I don't, I think it's because in, unfortunately she's secondary mm-hmm. to most of it. Mm-hmm. She's a, more of a love interest than a popular, like, I don't know, sorceress. I don't really know. 
anyway. She doesn't advance the plot much of the fellowship. Yes, but I like her because she's an right. elf. Yeah, <laughs> and because I like Aragorn. And okay. well, and yeah, and I do like that <laughs> a lot. I, I mean, I feel Aragorn. like I feel like there is something, and this is goes in more into the later films. But I, th- I do think there is something to, and I've I mean, I'm not in the military, and I've never been overseas, but I'm I would imagine there's something to like, especially people in the navy that you're stationed away from your your spouse for a long time and just sort of that almost wanting to continue on when things are really really hard because they're there and you can envision fighting for them and i think that that's a compelling thing and i i like that that's present in this oh with aragorn yeah with aragorn and, and arwen and arwen yeah. yeah um uh something else i like legolas <laughs> i like legolas too though i, I wish I almost wish he was, well, I like him in Gimli's dynamic. I think that's what I enjoy yeah, most about. That, but I enjoy And he can get dynamic. off all those arrows. Oh my goodness. I enjoy their dynamic more, I, I think, especially in Return of the King. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, well, their relationship has blossomed over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more friends by then. I hate every other line he's ever given, but I love him <laughs> a lot. Because I don't know who gave him his lines, but they're, they should be fired. The horses are restless. What the? That's that's what, a, is that in this one? So? Yeah, Legolas says in the, the later most, movies. No, even in this movie, I caught a couple lines. Oh, really? The, yeah, when well, it was talking about Limbus, that was pretty funny. But, oh, Limbus, Fred. Yeah, yeah but um, well, he's there to tell the kids what's going on. Yeah, but he they're taking the hobbits to eyes. <laughs> let's get back. <laughs> let's get back on track with things we liked. I, I just have one more before my classic maker. I imagine it's the same for both of you. Um, to pick one more for me everything i and paul i maybe this given our recent uh facebook on our facebook group go find us at retro rewind podcast the group experience on facebook anyways uh anyway um given Mm -hmm. sort of musical topics of late maybe you'll disagree with this but i thought howard shore's uh composition his music perfectly captured the emotion and tone of Peter Jackson's take on Middle Earth. I don't know if it necessarily would have worked if it was, I don't know, some other filmmakers. But for I, I thought Peter Jackson and Howard Shore paired perfectly for for this. Yes, I agree. Oh, okay. I agree and as do well. You, do you want me to go on a little soapbox here? Sure, go <laughs> for it. Is that what you're entering here? Okay, you can. You know, you know my... Okay, this is... I give the score a 9 out of 10. I want Ooh. to give this a 10 so bad. Uh-huh. But it this movie does what unfortunately a lot of movies do these days and what older movies didn't and I think to its disadvantage. And that is that they don't give the themes in the song time to breathe and stand and be on its own so you can mm-hmm. reflect and really soak it in. Mm-hmm. It's just quick little med- melodies here and there. Mm-hmm. The one that they got right was the Hobbit. The uh, the Hobbiton. Yeah, the what, Shire. what's the name of it? Uh, I think uh, concerning the Hobbits. Concerning Hobbits, yeah. Right. It's a st- it's a standalone. It plays from throughout the scene, and mm-hmm. it's a couple minutes long, and it's its own theme, and it stands alone as a song. Mm-hmm. It gives it time to breathe, and it showcases Hobbiton during that time, so you really get a feel what that song is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The other themes, as great as they are, they 
there's not a scene or two where they stand on their own for that entire length of a song, like a, a couple minutes or two. So if if they could just tweak that, I don't and think each they theme gets its own, it gets its own song and its own setting where it has time to breathe. Then I would give it a ten out of ten. No, I okay. don't think that music should do that all the time. Because I don't think the music I, no, is the no, star no. of the show. No, I'm not saying this is like one long big music video, but if done properly, <laughs> it could. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if only it's, it's got to be done in a way where you don't notice. Yeah, but that's not like what it, movies are like that anymore. They're not like that anymore. They used to be, but they're not. The problem. <laughs> that's the problem. So you're just going to be an old fuddy-duddy and insist on everything being the way that, that, that it used to be? Yeah. Oh, okay. Back in my day, music for movies was good. <laughs> so so I, I agree that the, the music in this, and I love the themes. I think they're really good. Mm-hmm. I just it's an understatement. You just want them to breathe a little bit more. How yes. do they have time to breathe? You're going to make oh, the movie six know. hours it's long. Three hours long. You could find time. I, but, well, the, but the music is going almost throughout the entire thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yes. Right. No, so there's, the there's themes are ways. breathing. I can no, pick no, apart no. each theme. Yeah, but for a few seconds. It's not. No, anyway. it's longer than a few seconds. I think. But, go ahead. One thing I want to comment on this, and I can. I mean, I feel like the theme of the fellowship definitely swells when you see them go over that sort of mountain. Oh, yeah. Pass that you see in the trailers yes. and stuff. And yes. <clears throat> I, but I feel like. Uh, for me, that's enough, and I like that you hear that theme in smaller ways throughout, and then it grows as the sure. fellowship expands, and it sort of is, it it's sort of in step with the size of the group, and so I appreciate sure. that aspect. And it wanes it. when the fellowship you know, breaks, breaks yeah. up, mm-hmm. and that's all part of that, and I'm all for that. You just want more. You want yes. more. Okay. Yes. <laughs> But the complexity of the broken themes undertwined with everything else is amazing to listen to and to unpack. And 15 years later, it's still you're still finding things you couldn't you didn't find 15 years ago. I think good foundation. I think objectively, Paul's wrong, but subjectively, he he has his taste, and that's fine. He can he can like both objectively and subjectively. No, unfortunately, you can't make anyone wrong wrong subjectively. (laughs) (laughs) On the Uh, subject of being wrong, you, sir, are it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, uh, Paul, did you have uh, one last thing before you're a classic maker? Yes, the settings in this movie are incredible. The attention to Mm. detail of the faraway shots and the close-ups. Everything looks, like Christy said, grown and very detailed. Mm -hmm. Lived in. yeah, you can tell a lot of time was spent in it because it does look like a living, breathing place. Each one. Yeah. Like uh, all the different settings looked amazing. Like it just to watch it, even with the audio off and just look at the background. The oh, whole yeah. Time. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. So the, <laughs> Paul hates just... the soundtrack so much he turns the audio <laughs> off. <laughs> No, I love the music through the movie. I think it's great. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't enjoy it separate as well what? as much. You That's what you like. You want to be yes. able to pull the soundtrack away and not yes. need the movie. Yes. Oh. Yes. Well, that makes so much more sense. I don't like to rip them apart. They feel like Velcro to me. Like I they're useless like- uh, separate from each other. 
But when I'm in my car and I want to listen to some Lord of the Rings, I'm like, oh, there's a couple seconds I like. Okay. Oh, I gotta wait. Oh, I gotta wait. Oh, I gotta wait. There's a couple okay, seconds that, I like. That makes sense. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. Now I, re- I release the subjective part where you're wrong. You can be, you <laughs> release the bell wrong. <laughs> uh, Christy, is there one more thing you liked before our classic makers? All of it. All of it. Okay. No, I love Frodo and Sam's relationship and how oh, well yeah. they set it up in this movie. Yes. I agree. Can Maybe I more friendships like that without being gay? Thank yes, you. Yes. I was gonna say that. I don't appreciate the the assumption that male relationships have to go have to be homosexual when when they're that close. And yeah. it just they get closer and closer and closer as the entire movie goes and even Mary and Pippin being involved. I think that that just shows the relational the relational um desires of the hobbits or mm-hmm. maybe even humans in general but you sort of see the a dissonant relationship in the in humans and um elves are, are more midwestern <laughs> they're more <laughs> <Yeah>. aloof <laughs> yeah um well, they don't show their relationship status but the hobbits seem like <laughs> on their facebook page yes, it's complicated the hobbits <laughs> seem, the hobbits seem just like the ideal what an ideal relationship would be like and it's beautiful and it's sweet and it's not tainted and i and i love that and i hate that i hate that we have that people question it or or even men these days can't they don't feel like they can have those sorts of relationship without being questioned or people assuming things about them or Mm -hmm. their relationship status yeah because yeah i could go off on c.s lewis and the four loves and all that kind of stuff but i won't but I, I love their relationship and it just gets better and better as the movies go on. I Agreed. mean, it gets more complicated, but it also just, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's just, yes. so, it's just yes. uh, my boy a tear. Oh. <laughs> Tell me, where is Gandalf for a much desire to sleep with him? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Galadriel, what wow. happened to you? <laughs> no, that's no, Calibre. Oh, Calibre, yeah. yeah. Right, my bad. Oh man. Um. Well, on that note, let's get to I? our our uh, classic makers of the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, for me, I'll start. Okay, I mean, Paul, I agree. All the sayings are great. The whole big, it's like it's. I don't know. Set piece seems too small, but oh. the whole sequence of Moria from them going in, getting trapped in. Oh my gosh. This is the first time that I can ever recall seeing a film screen go completely dark and you still hear the sound and you feel like you're in a a cavern and it's amazing. And then they they journey on. It feels like this long, tumultuous four-day journey. They get to this point where they don't know where to go and finally they they go down into uh, the place that doesn't smell so bad and you get the music just swelling. Da-da-da. Okay. Okay. He cries every time that part comes on. Every time. Okay. Okay, can you stop, please? Really? You really need to stop. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't like listening to you reenact a 300-piece orchestra. Stop. You know you heard it. (laughs) I don't hear it. You're so loud and and weirdly off-tuned that I don't hear it. seeing the immensity of um, what the dwarves built, even in low light, uh, and then them having to... 
go to the bridge of Kazakh Doom on those stairs. And oh, it's just such an amazing scene. It was capped off by the Balrog and, and Gandalf. I, oh, I just love that oh, sequence so much. Um, if, if the dwarves made it and it's so amazing, why are the stairs falling apart? Goblins pooped on them. Orcs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know. The cave trolls and the Belrog. I mean, I get the, I I would imagine that those parts were unfinished or they hadn't done the rest because the Balrog had come because they delved too greedily and too deep. That's a different mountain. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, they're connected through the lava tunnels. I'm not so sure that's true. I think the Misty Mountains and the Lonely Mountain are different. Um, you cry yes. every time that part comes on. Yes, I do. Here comes my eye. I had to be careful not oh, to listen to that sequence in when, I'm, when I am listening to the soundtrack. That's like the one track I won't listen to because I don't want it torn away from the movie because it's so, so um But you unified. can imagine the movie while you're listening to it. I know, but you I want to see those visuals You turn the volume all the way up too. and you could drown yourself in anyway, the music. I've, Do I've gone off. you scream out in, in terror and horror <laughs> like Gimli does when he sees like all the dwarf skeletons there? No, I won't ah! let him. <laughs> I won't let him. No, I don't. We um, have children that are asleep. Let's continue on. I've went Not too anymore. long on my classic maker. Christy... What do you love most about Fellowship Can anyone Ryan? guess? Legolas? Uh, the horses. Yeah. The music. Oh, the music. Oh, okay. Nice. The music. Guys, how old is this movie? Uh, 15 years this year. 15 years old. I've seen this movie many times. I've listened to the soundtrack many times. Mm-hmm. This time that I watched it, I heard the Grey Havens theme when Bilbo was talking about being too old, feeling like butter scraped across too much bread. Mm-hmm. The Grey Havens theme. It was there for like 15 seconds. I heard it. I heard the horns. I heard it distinctly. And I flipped my lid and I made Francisco rewind it. And I was like, listen, listen to what's happening right now. This is amazing. It's phenomenal, beautiful, wonderful, complex, 15 years old, and I can still find something in it that I've never heard. And I think that's amazing that that the very beginning of the first movie, they're introducing the theme of heaven and the third movie. Yeah. Blows my mind. I think composers are, they're just, what the flip, bleepity bleep bleep. (laughs) I love it. I love the music. I think it's beautiful. I love the music. So this, this score goes to 11 for you. Yeah. Very nice, Chrissy. And Paul, what's your classic maker? So my classic maker is the speech, well, it's the dialogue between Gandalf and Bilbo when they're in the caves and they're talking. Oh. I just think it's great writing. It's mm. they're, They talk a lot of deep stuff, but it's, you know, still impertinent what's happening there, but it it... The writing is just excellent when it's talking about Gollum and then it goes into... Uh, death and then uh, even bad times and I know it's a little bit long but uh, here is the clip for you now uh, the ring is drawn in here he will never be rid of his need for it he hates and loves the ring as he hates and loves himself Smeagol's life is a sad story yes Spiegel, he was once called, before the ring found him, before it drove 
didn't kill him when he had the chance. Pity? It was pity that stayed Bobo's hand. Many that lived deserved death, and some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. Even the very wise can assume ends. My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play yet, for good or ill. Before this is over, the pity of Bilbo may ruin the fate of me. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. There are that other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. Bilbo was meant to find the ring. In which case, you also were meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought. And that is excellent writing. And therefore my favorite. Um, I watched this movie again. So my mom died in 2002. And I watched this movie again recently or mm-hmm. after she died. And mm-hmm. that line killed me. Oh, like, totally. I was like, sub, sub, sub. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, every time. <laughs> it's just great writing. Line. It's it's so excellent. It so is. to me, that's my classic maker, that, that scene. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's an awesome pick. Now, before we get to the things that, you know, I mean, this is a great movie. So uh, we've talked about the greatness of it so far, but uh, there's to every rose, there's a thorn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, we're going to talk about the things we didn't like, uh, or at least the things we were like, ah, that could have been better um, in our hate section here coming up. But before we do that, we'd like to go out to all our social media channels and say, hey, uh, we asked specifically this time, what do you do? You, how would you rate uh, Fellowship of the Ring? And what was your favorite character? And no one responded <clears> to <throat> me, man. No one. No, but we got other responses from. Other I know. <laughs> Facebook. Thank people. you for trying. Christine. Come on. Yeah, come on. It's, come on, it's too bad. I'm really frustrated with Facebook because I didn't see your post, Christy. And there's so many other posts I didn't see. It's, mm. it's, yeah, that's what I think happened. That's it. Jeez, Facebook. Yeah, on that Zuckerberg. Anyway, uh, Aaron L. White from the Feel In Film Podcast said, ah, my fave of all time. Can't wait. And nice. my favorite character is Aragorn or maybe Gandalf, perhaps Sam or Boromir. <laughs> <laughs> so no worries having trouble picking there, Aaron, but thanks for commenting. Uh, Ryan R. Jackson said, yes, I have been waiting for you guys to get to this movie. Was a huge <laughs> fan of the books in high school. And when the movie came out, nearly flipped my lid. A buddy of mine and I, living in two different states at the time, somehow managed to link up and see this opening day. Still not sure how that happened. This is a classic in my opinion. And of course, Aragorn will always be my fave. Thank you so much, Ryan. 
Um, Michael Withers said, classic. Is there any doubt? Um, my favorite character is Boromir. Nice. Uh, sure, he's a bit flawed, but he was a truly, he has a truly epic death. And with log-sized arrows pincushioning him. Yep. And Sean Bean is a terrific actor who has some experience dying on screen. <laughs> thank you michael uh peter guzman says 10 out of 10 aragorn of course thank you peter uh steve hamilton uh so steve hamilton has both uh some uh he wrote something and also did a video which i'm going to play here in a second uh but first what steve said was let me get back to it um Legolas all the way. Yeah. <laughs> he, he made archery cool before Hawkeye, Arrow, Katniss, and Robin Hood. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I really love the video game tie-in. I don't know why they call it why they called it Golden Axe. <laughs> nice. It is Steve. very similar. Yeah. Um, I really love the uniform the universe that they built and the anticipation at each end building up to the next one. Nice, Steve. And I'm going to share what you recorded for uh, us on our Facebook here. Retro Rewind podcast comment section, take two. My name is Gandalf the Wizard. Fly, you fool. So thank you for that, uh, Steve. (laughs) I I, I tried him a bit that he got the line wrong, so that's why I said take two. Um, So thank you for sharing with that, Steve. Uh, if you ever want to leave us like a Facebook video, we'll play that on there. If it's, you know, feed, good feedback, I guess if you say, you guys suck, <laughs> we might not play, play that. that but <laughs> we'll play that and then we'll cry and eat some ice cream. Exactly. Um, no, I want ice cream. Guys. Well, see you later. <laughs> uh, next, uh, Nate Henderson said, classic. I've watched this movie so many times. And while everyone in it does an awesome job, Samwise Gamgee is the best character in the entire trilogy, in my opinion. And Sean Astin is amazing in that role. Yeah. A true example of unflinching friendship, love, and sacrifice. Yeah. That's true. Thank you so much, Nate. Now, Tim Ippock actually gives us a good transition into our dislike section by saying, oh, good. I was never really into The Lord of the Rings. I would give it a tragic. Mom, oh, wow. sorry, we have to break up. <laughs> I didn't know we were in a relationship. Set our relationship status with Tim. No, uh, but thank you for that's that's bold, Tim. So thank you for sharing. And it's like and Francisco saying that he doesn't like Money Python and the Holy Grail because <sighs> it's not a movie. Yeah. Um, it is if you say it is. <laughs> it is if you say it is. What? No, it, it was released I, in theater. I movie know like. it's. Has Technically, okay. Look, everyone, he, he puts it's every movie up to the this. Lord of the Rings, and he says, oh, it, "Do you match? No, you fail." Nope. <laughs> I don't do that. There is no Boromir character here oh, for me to gosh. love. No redemption story for me to get on board with. <laughs> it's okay because Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. That's his <laughs> out. <laughs> Let's move on to the things we didn't like about this movie. Not the things we didn't like about Monty Python or other movies. I'll begin. Um, <laughs> we I mentioned a little bit ago that uh, I felt, even though overall the visuals were great from the practical to the CG, something, though, especially in the prologue, even though I, on the whole I like the prologue, the bigotures, which is if you've seen the behind-the-scenes of the 
Lord of the Rings, they call the miniatures bigatures because they're so massive, even though they're on they're scaled down from what they actually would oh, be. Like the statues they, they yeah. Go yeah, by. exactly. They're called bigatures. They call them bigatures. And I felt like some of those didn't really hold up when Sauron is making the ring. The back it almost looked like he is Best way I describe I have to describe it is he looked like he was in a in a a, a set that you'd see on a play like paper mm. sets. That's kind of oh, what it like looks like. Like a storybook pop up story. Uh, yeah, I guess kind of like that. Um, so I felt like that didn't hold up super well. I didn't notice uh, that. Others really? certainly did, but for that, for me, in that one instance, I didn't think it. it in worked. that one instance, pretty I much that one point. instance. <laughs> I had to really dig deep for these guys. Yeah, I did. Too. Well, I thought the statues that always. It's always like that's like green screened or something. It's the uh, Argonath with over. the yeah. with, in the river. Yeah, okay. Yeah, at the end where it, it kind of like gets real close to the face, and uh-huh. then you see the background behind it. There's too much of a hard line or something, oh, huh. or the way it flickers when it moves past. I don't know. I never noticed that. I have not. I've only obviously seen this in on film, and I've never seen like a, a 1080 HD version. Oh of yeah, it, I've never so seen I don't it. Know if, if that would make a difference. Is that how well, you I saw it? On, yeah, I saw a Blu-ray, so okay. 1080p. Okay. Um, I've sorry, never seen it on a TV that looks that, that makes everything look like it says soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. It's so weird to me. What were you about to say, though, Paul? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you tell I was us about, I was, you did? Honest, like, oh, you did. Say, I, was, right, I was going to say that I didn't watch it in like that 240 frame rate or whatever that that she's talking about that makes it look like a soap opera oh. with the, the hard colors and the i think she was actually referring to her old tv where is that oh, what no, you're i wasn't about? i'm referring to what paul's saying oh the 48 yeah. frames per second it doesn't yeah, look whatever. like a soap opera it looks like a play though yeah it, yeah, no, yeah it looks like a soap opera yeah disagree. Both paul, paul knows what I, i'm Both so glad paul i'm so glad you understand what i'm saying because every time i say that to him i'm like why does this look like i'm watching a soap opera no it's not once yeah Every no. time we've seen it once. No, when I say that phrase. Oh, 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 oh my oh, gosh. Okay. People look at me like I'm. Like you're on a soap opera. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, something. One thing I didn't like, and this is me, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this under 20. I'm still confused between Sauron and Saruman. And because the names are so similar, I don't know which one is which. One is the white. Sauron is the eye. Which one? Sauron. S- Sauron and Saruman. Saruman is, is the white wizard. Okay. Because I get them all. Uh, Sauron's watch. Wait, which? Is that the old guy or the eye? I don't know. But so the names are so close. Come on, Tolkien. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's not so much with the movie per se. But well, the movie adopted it. They didn't change it, which, you know, would have made people mad. But now yeah. I'm confused. So. <laughs> There you go. So they did their job. They confused Paul. That's I'm sure that's what yeah. they set out to do. Um, I, I don't. I I think. Have you read the books, Paul? No, I've only read The Hobbit. Okay, that I wonder if that would make a difference because I had read the books, bef- read each book before the movie came out. Yeah. And I think that definitely helped. Um, but uh, I don't, know. Christy. Uh, Hang on, I'm looking up something before I. Okay. So, who was your least favorite character? Or who would you like to recast? Oh, oh, um, I don't think I'd recast anyone. Uh, really? I, I saw who they originally cast as Aragorn. 
Yeah. But I'm so glad they replaced him with Vigo Mortensen. I, I, I am too. Vigo. Yeah. I thought Vigo was better than the guy they chose. Yeah. yeah. Originally. Mm-hmm. But Vigo is the one I would recast. What? You're and insane. It's, sir. No. He what? plays. I know. That's what I'm telling. Everyone okay. thinks yeah. I'm crazy. All right. All right. He we'll get, looks we'll the part, uh-huh. but his voice is like an octave too high for me. Really? Every once yes. in a while, he does go a little too high for me, too. But oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't notice that at all, guys. That's interesting. So next time you watch it, you got to think, okay, does his, is his, would it be better if his voice was lower? <laughs> Even digitally lower. Come on. There was a couple lines that he says that where it seems like maybe if he cleared his throat, it would drop it down an octave. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, come on, you get, <clears throat> you gotta clear your throat. Okay, I have your, I have my. You thing. have my sword. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now it's good. Um, I know it's, it it's has like, no other monster. Oh, okay, like that line. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Those lines. I guess yeah. I can see that. I still. I'm, that like I said, he looks all, the part. It's just his voice. I mean, maybe if James Earl Jones came in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. it didn't bother me that much, but it, it did take me out of the movie at several points. Oh, like, really? Wow. Okay. Really? Yeah, it does. Oh. It the, Those high points make me want to like go over and go just pat him on the back or give him some water or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And Peter Jackson, you were okay with this. Okay. <laughs> um, he did a ton of other things that he was focusing on. That doesn't make it all right. Oh, my gosh. You have no grace, eh? No. Perfection is what we strive for. Chrissy, how about you? What's something you didn't like? When they're up on the mountains as the Fellowship and they're um, Mary and Pippin are fighting uh, with Boromir. Car- oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're like having a little snack break or something. Mm-hmm. And Lego last Those says... Those sausages look so Crabine good. from... Crabine? Crabine from Dublin? Carabine from... I thought Carabine, it's but yeah. It's C-R-E-B-A-I-N. Okay. Oh, it's Crabine. not Caribou? Crabine from Dunland. Caribou the deer? Can I yeah, please food, say, because right? you guys have <laughs> gone, and I would really like a turn. I'm zipping my lip. I don't understand why they hide to get away and then the birds come back and Saruman is like, you're going to take the path of the Mr. Mountains and her, her, her. And like, why did you hide? Why did you hide if the birds knew you were there and they went back and told Saruman? And did you hide because they were going to pick out your eyes? Is that why you're because because they gave Saruman the exact information, but you were hiding anyways. I was yeah, like, they, that they tried. is annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. They tried, but they failed. Yeah, I think it's just that they they. I mean, I think they they're there's that hope. I mean, it's a fool's hope, but right. it's possible that the birds may not have seen them if they right. did try to hide. But but oh, they, is that yeah. is that what happened? Is that they tried but they didn't do a very good job? It, exactly. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah, that's, that's what. A, yeah, they good they, fellowship right there. <laughs> <laughs> they showed at what dangers, like even birds. You can't even, or even birds going by as part of the enemy. And right. Even if you try to hide from them, they'll still find you. Is the message that I got from that? Mm. It was, Interesting. It was that. That's not the message I got, which is unfortunate because it yeah. annoyed me. And every and mm. that was, of course, I, I was, you know, picking at it. I'm trying sure. to find yeah. things yeah, that yeah. were annoying me, and I was like, yeah. wait, you hide, and then, and then Saruman was like, ha ha, I know everything because I'm the best bad guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> the all-seeing eye. Um, wait, did you say Saruman or Saruman? Saruman. See, oh, I get dang. confused. Uh, well, I just misheard. If I had heard correctly, I would have known. It was Saruman who sent out the birds. Yes, indeed. 
Um, because Saruman is the man, and yes. Sauron is, is not one eye. Sometimes I say that to people, and they look at me funny. <laughs> Because oh you don't have a big glowing orange eye above your head. Lidless, wreathed in flame. Um, Paul, what's something else you don't like? Oh my gosh, this annoys me so much. Ooh. But when Liv Tyler, what's her name? Liv the Tyler? Ca- no, the character. Arwen. Arwen. Arwen is taking Frodo on the horse. Uh-huh. The wraiths are like inches away from grabbing her and it immediately cuts and they're like 10 feet behind her as they're and they're like and there's more horses around and then they're getting closer and then the next scene they're like 20 feet behind her and then it goes from a barrel and a horse it goes from one scene the editing on that chase scene like through the woods or half woods or whatever it is yeah yeah is is so frustrating as someone it's not like oh they're getting closer and then they're getting closer and then they're getting closer and it's building up no it's close back close back close and it's like oh you haven't seen i should show him that video from that tv show in india go ahead but yeah, it's it's it reminds me of something out of Monty Python where people are just <laughs> don't sacrilege the name of Fellowship of the Ring. With it Monty is, Python. and people are just bad. watching as they're getting closer, and then it's they cut to bad. people looking, and then no, but it is. It I is know bad. what you're talking about. The way I explain it away is that the uh, race shut my eyes. No, the race <laughs> can't oh, see people really all that well they can i almost get the sense they smell them but they can't really see they only kind of see frodo just because he's starting to slip into the wraith world um so they're like reaching out maybe he's there maybe not and then i i take it as but they don't show backing away well, they don't Arwen, show him getting closer. Arwen drops and then the clutch all of a, and keeps and goes faster. Yeah, but they don't Norm, show her Norm, going Norm, faster. Norm. Yes, they do. Yes, no. they do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> yes, they do. There Disagree. is a part. There is a we'll part agree. where the horse goes faster. Well, okay, one part out of thirty. <laughs> all right. Well, I think this the is so open. Okay, it's terrible. I can see your I point. really want to show you that video of that, of that show. That it, do you remember that video? I do not, but some, some you bring that makes it sounds familiar, but I don't remember. I can't terrible, visually recall it. Editing. One thing I do, since we're on this scene, I do want to point out I think it's cool, and I, I imagine it's, it's intentional. But during that chase scene, the if you look at what the, the setting looks like, that's pretty much the same setting that you see the dwarves. And Gandalf and Bilbo running through before they get to Rivendell. It's the okay. same sort of uh, yellow grass uh, open yeah. area, and yeah. I thought that was kind of cool that they they put those two places in sync in that way. They aren't running to Rivendell. No, in the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, she was going to Rivendell. The Hobbits yeah. were going to Rivendell, running from the the orcs. Oh right, she was going to Rivendell. My yeah, bad. yeah, I forgot. Oh, you mean in the Hobbit trilogy? Yeah, in the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, so I thought you meant journey, I thought you yeah. meant Gandalf and the rest of the Fellowship. Me, no, yeah, me too. I was like, dwarf. what? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, it, that's great, Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> you watch this scene of Arwen taking yeah. Frodo to Rivendell. All the right. overall setting gotcha. is the same it, as it looks it, very it, similar to in the in the movie The Hobbit. Yes, exactly. All right, all right. I got confused. Have we got that? Okay. Uh, all right. Chrissy, do you have something else you don't like? 
I get why they make it seem like the cave troll kills Frodo. Mm-hmm. Because the same reason why they have three endings. <laughs> you know, but why do they make such a massive scene for that just to introduce the mithril? Is it, does he just pass out because he gets yeah. hit by force? Uh, yes. And why is that? Like, that always bothered me. I'm like, well, obviously he's not dead. Duh. Right. But, but, but why does he act ha- like he dies? Because it's such a massive, like almost a log being jammed into his chest that he can't at such a force that it doesn't pierce it, but it's still the force of that just knocks everything out of him. Okay. Yeah. Knocks him out. Okay. Though, though in I that would- regard, I'm not sure how it's not crushing bones and... Right, and hemorrhaging them and stuff like that. Yeah, he but should. Yeah, he should be a. Yeah, the bones should have been crushed. I'm not hurt. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got bones made of lithrial <laughs> or whatever it is. It's lithrial. Mithril vest and antimantium bones. Antimantium again. It's adamantium. Is it the same thing? <laughs> it's not antimantium. Is it aluminum it's, or aluminium? Uh, yeah, it's very adamant about it. Whatever it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Antimantium. Does anyone have some unobtainium lying around? Antimantium. Anyway, back to fellowship. Um, I just don't. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah it it, it annoys that. me. It's like it is long. It is scene. like it's yeah. like um the end of Hamlet. I die, Horatio. Horatio, I die. Horatio, I die. I die. I die. I die already. <laughs> or don't die. I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> die or don't. Um. Yeah, I could. I, could I just that. didn't understand point. the big point of it. Like mm-hmm. everyone's like, no, Frodo, and we're all in the theater going, "Well, duh, of course you're not dead, Frodo." Who's gonna carry the ring? I Wait, know. there are eight of us, so one <laughs> of us can. But everyone else will be tempted. So, oh, what? There's three <laughs> other hobbits. Well, no, but it's there's something special about Frodo and then no, there's Sam, something special about the hobbits I themselves because they don't no. seek power like Bilbo men. would they have. Don't see- Bilbo would have. He was becoming uh, turned. Well, that's and, because he was and around Smeagol it too was much. As that's well. because he was around it too much. Okay, so and and ultimately, spoiler to Return of the King, Frodo is overcome by the power of the ring. Yes, because, he takes because he's himself. around it too much. Okay, well. That's what I'm saying. They should have passed it between the four. Like hot potato. <laughs> they pass it back and forth as they're walking. Yeah. Peter There's... Jackson. Dear Peter Jackson, we have a um, Well, dear J.R. Tolkien, really. Well, have um, we got a solution for you? <laughs> you bring the eagles on page one. Oh, my gosh. I saw that. Yes, 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 I saw how that. Have ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Though I've heard the rebuttal to that is that the eagles are like, Almost like a miracle. You can't just force a miracle to happen. They're their well, own it's thing. It's called ex machina. Well, yeah. Where, so where it, it only arrives when you absolutely have to have exactly. it. There's no other way out. Exactly. So, so you have to paint yourself then. into a corner first. All right. And then it's beautiful, man. Stop uh, it. It's beautiful. Paul, what's one other thing you didn't like? I don't like the fact that Bilbo turns into a demon or oh, whatever. I don't, I don't like that either. I don't ever like, like just the look. I, I don't know mean, if or? yeah, when he's in Rivendell, you know, and he sees the ring and and Frodo won't give it back to him, and he turns. Oh, he physically yeah. oh, turns. Oh, I'm into, thinking. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah. I was thinking of Frodo changing into a ring wraith because he was stabbed. You're talking about Bilbo oh. becoming, um, yes, golem like. Yes, time out. Okay, not in the podcast, but I mean, for anyway, 
I thought this was cool, and I spoke with this with Val. Why did they cure him? Because Frodo could have turned into a ring wraith, and then he would have that power, but for good, and then he could just trance into Mordor and drop the ring in there. He wouldn't be No, he'd be under the control of of, um, Sauron then. No, he didn't have the ring. He wasn't wearing the ring. The nine men are controlled because they they were wearing the rings, right? I don't think anymore. The one ring to rule them all. Well, yeah, and so they would have... I... I don't. Think I it just thought. What if, I don't think what ring rates co- are good. But what yeah. if it, you could be like a crossbreed? It was like that'd be cool. Then you could have a ring wraith on your side. Why are you messing with the status quo, man? <laughs> no, dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes. Run but it anyway. No. Run it by the Nephilim. See how that turned out. Huh? I <laughs> Rip love the Nephilim. Are you speaking English? Run man? it by the Nephilim. Of Genesis oh. and see how that turned out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. getting back to uh, Bilbo turning into a demon monster, whatever. And it was weird. His whole face contorted just for like a, a second. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never uh, look at that part. Huh. But why is th- is that in the book? I don't know. I don't recall. But it seems even for a movie watcher who's never read the book or anything, it seems very out of character for the rest of the film of the film like no one else can contort their face into something well okay at at that point i think i think i'm i'm just playing devil's advocate because it does bother me on some level too but i think that's the point is that they maybe they just didn't have time to think to convey visually any other way of just how close bilbo was to being taken over by the ring and so they needed some way to punctuate that yeah um but they, yeah. he could have like jumped after him, tried to wrestle it, and like, dude, what's wrong with you? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But rather then, than like, oh, okay, now you're scaring not only kids but adults. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at it. That's the I close my eyes every single time at that part. Yeah. But I think it's supposed to convey that, and not only uh, I know what it's trying to, but I think they cross the line. Okay, that That's it right. pulls me out of the movie. I'm That's like, right. what is going on here? And the, and the effect is bad too. It's yeah. not even good contortionist. <laughs> You know what pulls me out of the movie? Oh no! <laughs> okay, the uh, the hobbits are run. Uh, the oh, four main hobbits. Me too. Are, <laughs> are running from the the Nazgul, the ring race. Um, oh, and you can before, tell it's their stunt doubles because no, their body proportions no, aren't no, quite the same. No, oh. no, not at all. Sorry, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> um, before they get to the Brandywine, uh, Brit, not the Brain Rhyme, Buckleberry Fairy, Buckleberry Fairy. Thank you. Um. Okay, they're looking out at the Nazgul, and there's this inexplicable light source. I think they're trying to... Maybe it's the moon, but I don't think so. It looks like it's just spotlight just there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I it's, can it's smell Galadriel. the diesel generator for this light in the middle of the night just so you can see these Nazgul. It seemed... No, it's the fairies in the woods. Okay, Paul, yeah. Um, so that that took that takes me out of the movie. It only yeah. happens, I think, in that scene and maybe one other for some other night shot where it's like there's just this light source. We need to the show moon. these things, and so I guess we'll just do this. I don't it's think that moon. was as well done as it could have been. Even more beautiful. Oh my gosh! Boom, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, let's get to the things we hated most. I hate that moment just now. <laughs> 
Sorry, Christy, you don't get to pick that for your tragic maker. What's some? What's the thing you hate most though about Fellowship of the Ring? The dragon fireworks. Really? Oh, okay, no, no, no. I love but fireworks. It, no, listen. Let me okay, let me make listen. my point. Okay, <laughs> I might agree with you. So. We wanted to jump the gun. I love what? the fireworks. I think it's cute. Um, but the only reason I see for that dragon firework is to introduce Mary and Pippin, and I think it's cute, except for. Why the age of the hockey sticks is everyone screaming? Every are they all drunk? Are they all drunk yes. and they've well, lost them? They've they're, <laughs> they're drunk, drunk and high and they've lost yes. their mind and they actually believe that it's a real dragon. And so then the entire party is disrupted. Everyone's screaming and running, tables knocked over, and then then they're then they're fine. Because well, it, it doesn't make any too sense to me. early from it's supposed to go up higher and so it swoops down too low and they think it the fire it, Oh, no. the firework is going to get them. No, Actually, they don't. I I don't I, believe that. I think that they because Frodo says Bilbo, it's a dragon. Well, because of all of them, what the fuck? Bilbo is the only one to have seen a dragon. So maybe they don't know. Maybe they, this is just what a dragon looks like. What? No, there what has been a dragon about? for hundreds of years. For a thousand years, none of them are a thousand years old. Bilbo is super old, and he's only a hundred and eleven. Yeah. Okay, but so that still doesn't. Their reaction is ridiculous. Yeah, why they believe it's a real dragon? Yeah, I think she's right. They actually. Why do they actually believe it's an actual dragon? Because they've they've never never seen seen a dragon. dragon. They've never seen a dragon. Exactly. So why couldn't it be? No, because it's a party. I'm saying photographs. It's a party, an explosion. I've never seen a real dragon in real life, but I could tell that was a dragon (laughs) firework. The only reason that that scene is there. It's to introduce Mary and Pippin, which is fine, except for it's a ridiculous way to introduce Mary and Pippin. All right, all right. I think it's a fun way to introduce Mary and Pippin without everyone freaking out, thinking the, it's a real dragon. Yes, if they didn't have everyone freaking out, if everyone, if if it had swooped really low and they were freaking out because they thought they were going to catch on fire, or yes. if the cake caught on fire, or if a yes. table caught on fire, or then, all the above. Right, that would be funny to me because they're yeah. like, ah, oh, stamp it out, and they stamp it out with their hairy hobbit feet, and that would be funny. And then the hairy hobbit feet. <laughs> Yeah, that would be. Put it out, fools! But I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You fools, I think. But I just don't. It it takes me out of the movie every time I roll my eyes. I find it incredibly annoying, and and then I then of course I get right back into it. And I think Mary and Pippin are hilarious, and I think it's a really funny. It just seems like Mary and Pippin. It's a great way to set up their duo and the way that they are throughout all three movies. Except, Mm -hmm. why is everyone freaking out over a firework? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, they're too stoned. That it, it I exp, I explain away the way I tried to explain to you guys. So, but no worries, um, Paul. Your explanation actually didn't make any sense to me. So, it makes perfect sense to me. It doesn't make sense, Paul. What's the thing you hate most about? Um, and this Fellowship. again goes to Tolkien. Okay, I don't understand. At the end, Frodo decides to leave everybody behind because he feels it's too much of a burden. Okay. But Mm -hmm. yet these eight people swore their lives to protect him. And he's like, no, no, it's too much for you. I'm going to go and break the fellowship. And before the orcs even show up, Aragorn is like, okay, yeah, he should go. I'm like, come on, dude, you swore to protect them. And now you're just letting them go. 
It's it's before the fellowship ever broke apart. Yes, okay, Gandalf's gone. Fine. But there's still seven re- protecting the one, okay? And then Aragorn is deciding, okay, we should let him go. I it the, the whole I, this is the fellowship and why are you breaking uh, there wasn't to me a good enough reason established to break up the party. Mm-hmm. Now the orcs broke the it up physically, but not I didn't think after everything they went through, they're like, you know what? This is more trouble than I thought it would be. So we're going to let you go ahead alone. Bye. We'll just be conquered by Sauron later. You know, I don't, if you don't succeed, I, it just didn't make sense to me. The whole breaking up of the fellowship. I'm that. sure there's, there's actually a good, um, reason behind that i i don't i I, maybe it's in the books yeah maybe Maybe, but just watching the the movie alone as as we take it yeah it's it's like you're defeating the whole purpose and the title of the movie for Mm -hmm. what it doesn't make sense the fear of boromir wasn't it well yeah but then then has the fear of himself uh yeah that's true that is true he doesn't believe he'll stay away from it uh uh, boromir Has the whole time wanted it, mm-hmm. and there's been the fear behind that, and then but, who knows what Legolas and Gimli are doing, trying to figure out how many people they killed. I don't <laughs> and for me, I guess this is kind of a fanboy answer, and maybe you could call me a fanboy of um, at least this film. This is of the three. This is my favorite. At least that's what I would Same say. Here. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. But my I hate them all, especially this one. My Sorry, go tra- ahead. My tragic maker is not really even about this movie. It's that I mean, it kind of is and kind of isn't. Just say it already. Why doesn't the Academy Awards have a freaking ensemble award? Seriously, get on the ball there, Oscar. Because I mean, this was a perfect example of a movie that needed an ensemble award. I mean, I spoke to how much I love the cast and. This this great group of characters, I mean the SAG Awards do. I know they count other more for acting. other other. So if they want to be poo poo about it, then I mean, let them. and you don't even have to distinguish like best female or best uh, ensemble actresses or best ensemble actors. You get you just one award. It's one more, and that's all you have to do. And I don't know why it's so, and you don't even have to do it every year if there aren't. Great ensembles, fine. I don't care. I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh, why didn't they do an ensemble award this the year? Award show. I don't All either. Right. But at this point, you, I did. You're gonna have to call you out on technicality because, mm-hmm. like you said, that's not this movie. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> that's a, during the awards. Oh, but uh, yeah. What I, don't you like most about this movie that it didn't win an ensemble <laughs> award of something that doesn't even exist? Okay, if you want a fanboy dislike, it should be that the movie ended. That should be yeah. your most disliked thing. No, I mean because it continues. If if this because if it, it wasn't was... one long twelve hour movie. Fine, I guess. Would... I guess the the weird night lights, the lights used at night. Then I, I mean, All I'm right. sorry to backtrack there, but. All right. No, that's fine because I threw away your tragic anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blame Paul. All right. Well, with all our targeting information uh, put into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Get set. Go. Do we rate... Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, 
a classic. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic, this movie's only really worth seeing it again. It's not worth seeing for the first time. Or a tragic, it's not worth rewatching and it's not worth watching for the first time. How do we rate this movie? Let's start with Christy. Um, er, uh, mm. Tragic. All right. I don't okay, know. I wasn't expecting instance. that, but okay. Classic. Classic. Okay. That's a classic answer. What Dude. am I saying? <laughs> Gosh, that was not. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, do you want to expound it all? or? I not love this movie. To. All right. You loved it. <laughs> Paul? I will always love this movie. How, how do you rate Fellowship well, of the Ring? I personally rate it classic that this movie is extremely well done mm-hmm. and deserves to be emulated more than it is. Oh, okay. Um, and you know what? I, I'm not going to... Uh, Too late. You are beating around the bush. <laughs> Thank you. Beat around the bush. I was going to say shoot in the breeze, but that wasn't it. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I also rate The Fellowship of the Ring a classic. It's one of my favorite movies. I, I, I love it dearly. Um, if I wasn't married already, no, just can't. <laughs> what? That's one of the things we had in common. You said I love you in Elvish. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just going for the comedy and failing poorly, failing miserably. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and cut. <laughs> so, with all of us rating classics for Lord of the Rings, the Retro Rewind Podcast rates. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, a unanimous classic movie. If you have not seen this movie, we definitely recommend you go out and watch this now. Who's that guy that was really mad about the movie? Sorry. Tim Ippock? Sorry, Tim. He wasn't super mad. He just it wasn't his thing. And maybe maybe yeah, this some, isn't for some people. But Oh, I yeah. know some people who don't like it, and then I look at them funny and wonder why we're friends. <laughs> just kidding. No, I know some people that don't like it either, and they that's not their genre. They don't like fantasy stuff. Yeah. So in general though, it's it's worth saying. Yeah. Um All right, guys. So I like now, most people love Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Stop <laughs> twisting the knife. Um so typically we have uh we have been having our new tube section, which we used to do all the time, and our uh, 1.21 Game Watch section will have been pretty much just for patrons now. If you support us on Patreon, you get a link to a, a feed where we host all our bonus content, including those and pre and post shows, movie commentaries, etc. Uh, but because this is a special episode, it's coming out at a special time of year, we thought as a gift to you, we'd want to just include the new tube section and the Game Watch section back in. So we're going to do that now. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. I was trying to keep this evergreen, guys, and not time frame it, but that's okay. Merry Christmas. Happy Boxing all. Day. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, Happy Easter. birthday. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy New Year. Happy was, Unbirthday. Please bring up YouTube. What is new on our tubes, whether it's a new book, a new TV show, a new movie, new oil painting, maybe one day, I'm still hopeful, Uh, what is new on our tubes, and let's start with our guest, Christy. Why does Alice sound like Judge Judy in that clip? I 
don't know. It's the same. I use the same vocals as I always have. No, used. like the gavel bang. Oh, that's. Oh, you know what? I'm. I wonder if some of our patrons, since most people haven't heard that, um, are wondering about that. Essentially, I was trying to go for in Back to the Future Three. When you see Marty return from the past at the very end, you see these these. When you're looking down at the bridge, you see poof, 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 and then he's coming in on the on the train tracks. That's that's what I'm trying to emulate with that. All what? right. Well, that's. Awesome. I can see how it sounds like a gavel. You need the visual. Mm-hmm. Imagine it in your minds: the RRP ship coming back from the past, wherever movie space time continuum we're in, to the present. Is that what we're on? Yes. A spaceship that goes back and forth in time. Yes. In movies and games, yes. Is it the TARDIS? Where's the Doctor? This is our own thing. We Who? We don't have the TARDIS. It's a- nice. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about our new tubes, Kristen? Uh, I've been watching The West Wing on oh, okay, nice. Netflix. Oh. Have you been liking it? Yes, I do like it a lot. It makes me want to um, make all the people and the writers and everybody, in the, I want to put them in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it makes me feel hopeful for politics, but it's also a little disillusioning because it's... It makes you hopeful for politics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's written and, and you know, edited and I don't know, but it doesn't... Really well. Yeah, yes. It's really... I would I would recommend it. I, I don't like politics and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the show. I like the characters. Um, I think it moves... It, I think it moves. I think it does. I mean, it's not like super, super fast. Like, but yeah, I'd I'd recommend it. Yeah, he it's uh, the showrunner at least for the first four seasons are Aaron Sorkin, and he's I, if anyone's listened to our show, you know we like him oh. from things like A Few Good Men. He's a genius. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. I would recommend watching it. Um, oh, like um, butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. If you want to be really disillusioned with politics, watch House of Cards. Oh. Yeah. That'll uh, even you out. Yeah. That'll okay. Even I'll, you I'll out. watch that one next. Um, uh, okay, cool. Uh, Paul, what is new on your tube? Uh, recently, my wife and I went out and saw the movie Disney's Moana. Oh, yeah. Oh, I really want to see that. Yeah, that was fun. I recommend it. It's... Um, it's not Lilo and Stitch, but it is in Hawaii kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the music is fun, and it has a fun story. So go out, check it out. Do you, do you smell it? What the rock is cooking? Exactly, yes. <laughs> um, very cool. Uh, for me, uh, Christy and I recently uh, went and saw Doctor Strange, finally. Oh. Which was... Uh, we really liked it. It spawned a lot of uh, conversation. We actually had time to have conversation. Yeah, we actually if we we had a a nice weekend away, which was uh, well, we had twenty four uh, hours away. Okay, twenty four. <laughs> Could have been a longer chunk of the weekend, though. But it it was it was is great, and so is is a great movie to have a good springboard for a conversation, which was that's awesome. cool. Yeah, I liked it. Me too. What kind of question? Open ending questions. Can you ask with friends after see after you both seen the movie? Let's see if I can recall what some of ours were. Um, I think. Well, I think the first thing that some of these were actually spawned by me listening to the Feel and Films podcast uh, episode about. But it's like, 
was the car crash, did that seem um, like it didn't really work for you? Uh, do you feel like his conversion from being this egotistical guy to being someone who's willing to sacrifice himself, did you feel like that happened too fast? Um, did it seem odd? Something that Chrissy pointed out, which was, I think, really apropos, or really on point, I mean, uh, was um, Rachel McAdams character i forget her everyone name. calls her that <laughs> everyone no can no one can remember her character name but Christine, everyone calls her oh yeah Rachel McAdams. Christine or Christine. Christine. yeah yeah um how she seems a little shocked by uh dr strange having his uh oh, astral but not for, shocked enough but not shocked enough but christy yeah, said well i mean she's in this marvel universe they're in new york where aliens have come down and yeah. destroyed the city so maybe things aren't as shocking anymore yeah. to people who Good have point. lived through that yeah which uh, i thought that was excellent um so just th- things like that yeah um yeah and not every character is going to react the same way you would that's so people point. react differently yeah and Dick Van Dyke may just that may be his British accent in Mary Poppins. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that goes back to I forget what episode in the twenties. I think. Uh, all right, cool guys. Uh, well, with that, so we have the West Wing. We have uh, totally Moana. Moana, and we have Doctor Strange. Uh, I was going to say all Disney properties, but that's not true. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Now let's get to our 1.21 Game Watch section. No, sorry. <laughs> Good point. Yes. Oh, creepy. Uh, Disney takes over the White House. Ah. And yeah. so this is a new game that I'm introducing to you guys. I'm the name's kind of in flux right for right now. I'm calling it Actors Who Frequent Franchises. Uh, so here's how this goes. I'm going to name an actor, and you, and either of you, you'll say your own name if you want to. Try to guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, You have to name two movies, two movie trilogies or franchises that that actor was in and also name their character name from those trilogies or franchises. So, for example... you can only come up with one? uh, I might give you partial credit. Uh, No, you you have to at least get both trilogies. If you can't get the character name, you'll get partial credit. Uh, So, for example, if I were to say Mel Gibson... Uh, a correct answer would be to say he's m- he's Riggs from Lethal, the Lethal Weapon franchise and, and Max. Max from Mad Max. Exactly. Right. So you, you guys can do this. Perfect. Um, Maybe. The actor does not have to appear in all the movies in their like trilogies or franchise. Exactly. Um, but they could. Uh, so like I said, say your own name if you want to guess. And... Uh, if you get the answer wrong or partially right, the other person can steal it away and get it completely right. So there is nice. that. All right. Uh, so you both ready? Any questions? I'm not going to do very well. Yeah, not yet. I don't have any questions yet. Okay. All right. Well, here's your first. So I, I think I've, I ramped these up in difficulty. So this one should be fairly easy. All right. Harrison Ford. Christy. Paul. Okay. Christy, go ahead. Um... Indiana Jones. Uh huh. Indiana Jones. Yeah. And uh, Star Wars Han Solo. Very good. That one goes Christy. Good job. All right. Next. Carl Urban. Oh, Christy. Yeah. 
Oh, darn it. Go for it. Um, uh, Aomer, a- uh-huh. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't remember the name of the second one. Wait. Can I steal or? Yeah, how long you can. Is it's it? a Star Trek reboot as Dr. McCoy. Yeah, Bones McCoy. Ah. So I'm gonna give I was that thinking to Paul. of him in a. In a, as a bad guy in another movie. Pete's Dragon. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't either. Oh, oh, you're thinking of the uh, Born. That would have been a good option yes. too. I, I wouldn't have known his name, so no. I could not have fact checked you on that. But yes, good. All right. I didn't know the Lord of the Rings name, so I'm glad you started. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice. Uh, okay, next, Tim Allen. Oh, Paul. Okay, Paul. Um, the Santa Claus movies as, um, can I say Santa Claus or do I have to uh, give this? If Christy has no, the actual name, name. Okay, then you can say Santa Claus. It's Scott Calvin. That's way, it. Scott Calvin. Yeah. And then um, Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies. Very good. Aww. So I'm like that. Paul. Okay. Uh, next. Sir Ian McKellen. Paul. Ah, Christy. Gandalf in The Lord of the Rings and Magneto in the X-Men. Ah, yes. It's taking me forever. And I got work people texting me about tomorrow. Oh, gosh. Uh, Mike Myers. Christy. Okay. Oh, Christy. good job. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> well, you Shrek. Uh-huh. And, and Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I'm a mom. Wayne. Oh, that's Wayne's World. There's two movies. Yeah, I was. Isn't that a franchise? I, I forgot. Yeah, well, I was. I'd give say, it to her. I'll, I'll give it to you. Give, yes, I yeah. was. I was thinking Austin Powers. Oh, but, Austin Powers. Okay. And I was. I forgot to put in a rule that most that these would only be movies that have at least three movies in the franchise. But since I didn't, I didn't but, write that. I'll it has a TV show too. Like oh, does it? Skits. Okay. Well, the right. Saturday Night Live is skits it, in the is TV it show. Is it Wayne? Is he Wayne? Yeah, yeah, okay. he's Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, from Wayne's World. Yeah. Well, what was I'll the one Austin Powers? Oh, Austin Powers. I never yeah. saw any of those. So. Oh, okay. They're not in my brain. Next, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, Christy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Elrond in Lord of the Rings uh-huh. and Agent Smith in The Matrix. Very good. Good job. Wait, is it Agent Smith? Yeah, it is Agent Mr. Smith. Smith. Yes. Yeah. Agent. Okay, that's Christy. Good job. Uh, so far we have uh, Christy with three and Paul with three. All tied up, and we have three to go. Okay. Next. Now, these next three, I, I'm hoping, are a little more tricky. These were tricky enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know my brain isn't moving fast enough. Tom Hardy. Who? Tom Hardy. Okay. Oh shoot! Who's Tom Hardy? Can does he's well? Hold on, let me explain. Can I ask a can uh, Christopher Nolan movies be considered a franchise? There's three of them, aren't there? Well, okay, Paul. Oh, oh no, no, no! Christopher Nolan on the whole cannot be considered a franchise. Okay, so Paul. Okay. Um, he's Max in the Mad Max, and he's a Bane in. Christopher Nolan's Batman Dark series. Knight trilogy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's also the guy in Inception that um Yeah, changes. no, I know. Okay, okay. 
Well, you said Bane, I know. Oh, okay. Got it. All right. <clears throat> Orlando Bloom. Christy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good job. <laughs> and now I have to remember the second one. Oh, there I got it. Um. Oh, Will. Uh-huh. Oh, good. From Pirates. Yeah. And Legolas from Lord of the Rings. I'm going to need the full Legolas name. No, you don't. No, because I, I was going to say Legolas. Legolas of Mirkwood. Oh, whoa. Nice. Wow. That, that's <laughs> impressive. I was kidding. But all right. <laughs> Bringing the guns here. <clears throat> it's Will Scarlet O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you for that. <laughs> all right. Um. All right, here's the final one, guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Christy? Okay, go ahead. I don't know his name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's the Terminator. Yeah. In Terminator. Yeah. And I guess that counts, sure. <laughs> um, oh, oh, yeah, I'll allow that. T-800 okay. would have been a little more specific. Oh, but, gosh. But that's fine. <clears throat> Oh, uh, I don't know his name in The Expendables. Oh. Oh. But I don't know his name. Yeah, you know what? neither do I. I don't know his name either. So, so that's partial credit. <laughs> yeah. If if Paul can come up with um, a name one? and another fran- uh, franchise, I'll I'll give this as a tie to both of you. Predator? Otherwise, Christy will win. No. Prayers. Mm. I don't cons- Prayer is it a franchise? Yeah. Can you think of his name in Prayer, Christine? Commando. Yeah. No, Commando's not a franchise. No, that's his name in Predator. No, his name's <laughs> Dutch. In- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> one no, of the what movies. What franchise? Hang on, I'm thinking too. I'll give you guys five more seconds. Can you give us a hint? Is it animated? No, because you're already. I mean, no, I know, uh, but I'm just. I'm no, just, it's not animated. It's five seconds has gone by. I don't know. Okay. What, what franchise were you thinking? Oh, so he plays Mr. Freeze oh. in the 90s Batman movies. Yeah, okay. he does. That's a terrible, terrible version of Batman. Okay. So now we get to go to the even harder bonus question. Oh, but I'm half a point ahead. Oh. I'm so good at lightning rounds. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna lose. Um, I don't think either of you are gonna get this honestly. Okay. Um, <laughs> nice. Google, thanks. here I come. <laughs> oh, don't cheat. Cheater. <laughs> All right. Matt Damon. Okay, Ooh. Christy. I'm sure you'll get one, but the other. Cheese and Born. Uh huh. Born trilogy, yes. Born trilogy, and. Dying oh, around. does I was about to say does Jason or not Jason? Yes, but, Jason uh, Bourne does count. Correct. Yes. No, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back count as I wouldn't uh, say uh, so because they're not really <laughs> tied together. And, uh, well, they are with the characters. Well, but I yeah. Um, ref says no. Okay. What would he be? He's in so many, but everyone I can think of. <laughs> Darn. Animated or not? Not animated. Old? Ensemble cast. Ocean's Eleven, but I don't know who his name is. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was Ocean's Eleven. 
Charlie? No. You're Fred. you are Bob. close, Christy. Chris. Chuck. <laughs> no. Christy is close if you think about another childhood series, I guess. Um she's close in a weird way. What? Charlie and Chuck Willy Wonka. His name is <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> what? Wrong Charlie. Um Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed oh Reindeer. Nobody okay, wants mind. a Charlie in the box. <laughs> oh my God. That movie is terrible. I hate what? that movie. I hate that movie oh, so much. Oh, no. It's, I think it's terrible. It's a tragic. So that would be Linus Caldwell is his name. In oh, Linus, right. Oh, yeah, because Charlie Brown. We both got another half a point. No. So I think you're, we're going to call this a Christy. tie. No, Christy obviously won. All right, all right. We'll give, got the, give the edge yeah. to Christy because of the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Uh, well, yeah, you you came said up with the both. Expendables. Yeah. We just couldn't think of the name. Yeah. Do you and know then the you also came up with Jason Bourne. So. Oh, you wouldn't have come up with that one? Well, you know, you came up first. Oh, well, that's true. But yeah. I couldn't think of Ocean's Eleven. Linus, right. I'll never forget that now. Okay. <laughs> All right. You never Until will. tomorrow. <laughs> Until my kid asks me. Uh, his character name, I believe, if I'm seeing it right, was Trench. Yeah, I never saw story. those movies. The first one's good. Paul says the next ones aren't as good. Wait, which movies? The Expendables. Expendables. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not as good as the first one. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that has been the 1.21 Game Watts. Uh, actors who frequent franchises game. That's so, kind of fun. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we'll play that much again because there's only so many <laughs> that are. In I don't know. There's a lot in the Batman movies. You oh, could do it. Point. You could do that's the. Um, you could name the actor and have it. Uh, they're in one, one real film and one animated or something. Oh, like that's that. true. Oh yeah. That's true. I just thought of one, but I won't tell you. Oh, okay. Just in case you decide it. There you go. Game. All right. So now it's time to get to our feedback and and announcements section. Else. Please bring up the commsats. Commsats online. Receiving incoming transmission. All right. We have some feedback from several f- sources. So I'll just go d- through these. Um, first, Marcus Lineker says, check out my friend Paul's awesome podcast, RetroRewindPodcast.com. Uh, hashtag 80s, hashtag 70s, hashtag 90s, hashtag retro gaming, hashtag retro movies, oh, and hashtag movie Marcus. review. I'm going to have to retweet that. Please, Yeah, please do. I already did. But yes, you retreat, retreat that up the yin-yang. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, Diego, who's at the Latino Lawyer, said, thanks for my... Oh, this was in regards to uh, our Jaws episode, slash 103. He says, thanks for reminding me, or not, that Richard Dreyfuss's laugh is one of those can't-get-out-of-my-head effects. Yeah, that's true. We Danae talked about how she didn't like Richard Dreyfuss's laugh. Um, but thanks for adding to that conversation, Diego. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> you the, do a very good impersonation of The it. Grand Emperor Brian Keating asked us, how about It's a Wonderful Life? During the, no, no. <laughs> during the what 80s, it was about? on just about every channel during Christmas. That's one of like the best movies of terrible, all time. Terrible, terrible. I want to punch it in the he, face. He also asked, 
Um, movies must be at least 15 years old. But how old is too old movies? Uh, too old a movie to review. So to answer um, both those questions, when there's no dialogue or music, actually that's a good threshold. Threshold. Once we move into the talkies, I but think that's when, my when uh, <laughs> we're good, uh, Brian. And to answer your question about it's a wonderful life. Nope. I did add it to the list, so Here, you we'll can go and vote, vote on it. it. Down. Up. Down. Up. Down. Up. Okay, guys. Down times infinity, I win. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but thank you uh, for that feedback, Brian. Uh, and finally, I want to, nothing super specific, but I want to thank longtime listener uh, NotabotRob for continuing to engage with us on Twitter, and he continues to fight the good fight of getting of campaign to get Transformers the movie up higher on our movie oh, list. Good. So uh, keep doing that, uh, Rob. Hopefully one day it'll be number one. Yeah. Uh, Dare to be stupid. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of our uh, movie voting, though, um, if you go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash CastYourVote, uh, there you get to vote on the movies you want us to cover. We love that this is the mechanism to cover the movies you want most. And uh, I want to say that we're almost done with our this current set of five, and voting will close on January eleventh, twenty seventeen. So wow. that that's when this we're going to be voting or going to be closing out voting for this next block. Uh, if we were to close voting today, though, uh, here would be what your top five movies are looking like. Much to my chagrin, Space Camp is still number one. Yeah. Keep that voted uh, up. No, vote that down. Yes. Vote that down, please. I need to have watch the trailer. Um, Toy You've Story though, is number one. Right? I have seen it, yes. Uh, yeah, you get to see it again. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's followed by Toy Story, then Hook, Aladdin, and number five currently is A Bug's Life. Oh. So a lot of Disney in there. You fired. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're uh, but that could change, uh, and we're looking forward to January January eleventh when we uh, replace the, the vodka with water, man. You've had too much. <laughs> I don't drink. Seriously, this is water. That's your problem. Oh, you don't drink. Oh, jeez. Um, so thank you all f- who have voted. Please go vote up and down. Vote as for as many movies as you want. Um, but and if if you, you know if you vote Space Camp down <laughs> incorrectly. Go b- yeah, vote it up. I mean, dang it. Go <laughs> yeah. vote Swiss Camp Down. That's what I'm trying no, to say. No, no, no. Yeah, vote it up. No, oh my gosh. Uh, all right. So I do want to uh, say, <laughs> hope you enjoyed getting this uh, typically bonus stage content that are is only available to our patrons, that being the new tubes and the 1.21 game watts. Do you want to say, please consider being one of our patrons and uh, get access to a lot of bonus content that we have. Uh, recently, we recorded a commentary for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. That was lots of fun. So you get lots of stuff like that. Just go to patreon.com slash retro rewind podcast. Hey, do patrons get to choose what we uh, cover? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, they get to vote just like everyone else. They, they also break ties. They also get to vote on the on actual uh, voting of the movie, whether it's classic, nostalgic, or tragic. And they can, yeah, they can. Like Christy said, they can break a tie, which you you saw happen in our last episode on sneakers. 
or saw. You probably listened to that one. All right. Um, and also, if you are at a certain level, you can vote on the games we cover. We haven't quite started oh, okay. that system yet, but that is one of the reward reward levels uh, for being one of our patrons. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, now, before we get to Nav Point Omega, Paul, please take it away. All right. Next time, we will be going back to the year 1991 for Ooh. City Slickers. But until then, you can find us on theretrojunkies.com. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or however you found us. Keep finding us that way. Mm. You can support us on uh, Patreon and PayPal and follow us on the social webs like Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. We're all there. Uh, but if you want to find me specifically, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links you can click on from there. Very good, very good. Thank you so much, Paul, for being an awesome friend, awesome co-host, awesome fellow in this fellowship of the Retro Rewind podcast. I won't leave you behind. <laughs> Thank you. Does that make you Sam? Yeah. Very good. Um <laughs> <laughs> I shall call you Mr. Francisco. Mr. Francisco. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, awesome doing the show with you, Paul. I uh, also want to say a special thank you to longtime returning guests. I totally forgot to say your name and rank at the beginning. Yep. But our senior security officer, Christy Ruiz, thank you for coming back to the show and yep. being I'm on sure the security's top notch. So many. Yes, indeed. Um, Christy. Where can people find you online? And is there got that? <laughs> and is there anything you would like to promote? Um, I'm online anywhere. I don't know where. Just find me on the yeah. Retro Rewind podcast, the Group Experience. There you go. That's Facebook an excellent dot, way. Facebook.com Christy Ruiz. I don't really know. Nobody finds me. Whatever. I have nothing to promote. Okay. It's all good. I'm not really that good with communicating anyway. Okay. What? I'd say you're awesome at communicating. Face to face. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha. Um, but thanks for coming back on the show. Oh, yeah. Sure. You betcha. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. And I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Uh, but most of all, thank you so much for listening, for subscribing to the show if you've done that, for supporting us on Patreon or PayPal, or just sharing this podcast with your friends. It's so awesome to have this community of fellow people that like old movies and old video games. It's a lot of fun getting to know you guys on the social media channels and in real life. Um, but like a Pokemon trainer, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete Proceed to Nap Point Omega And return to base Put it out you fools, put it out No, it's alright well, That's awesome, sec- my tomato Thank you <laughs> well, What about second podcasts? <laughs> Elevensies. <laughs> Luncheons. Afternoon teas. teas dinner, dinner. Supper. He's talking about them. I wouldn't count so. on it. I don't think so. <laughs> Fool of a duck. <laughs>